Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, while I rearrange this pop stopper, get this shit out the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cappuccino meets, y'all. What up? Yeah, yeah. Cheers, my brother. Welcome to you all. Yeah, man. I'm loving these big boy uh, recreation ale cans. All right. Athens, Georgia in the house. Terrapin's uh, the unofficial sponsor tonight. Mm -hmm. They need to be official sponsor. We need to work on that. Yeah, in a big way. Are delicious. They are. They are delicious. No doubt. Uh, How are you, Meeks? We can go okay. Yeah, man. uh, I woke up on hell of a roller coaster today, man. Why Uh, is that? I don't know, man. I was thinking about old Drake songs this morning, (laughs) man. that shit was fucking with me a Why? little bit. I don't know. Don't don't ask me. I, How old? How old? Let, let, uh, we need some details here. <laughs> I, I guess I opened up this. Yeah, this you did. Yeah, you Pandera, can't you can't start the shit off by in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I woke up and uh, I just felt like running through the six with my woes this morning. Okay, so, all right. So know yourself was on my mind heavy for some. I don't. Really know why. Okay. But I played the full song a couple of times via YouTube, and I dug a little deeper and found the instrumental, and it got to the point that I'm thinking about remaking the song on some Memphis shit. Ah, okay. You know, Drake is, yeah, yeah. he got ties to Memphis, but then yeah. I remembered I don't rap no more, and I got sad. So, <laughs> yeah, all that shit just... <laughs> So it wasn't good. It, it didn't turn out good nah, for you. It wasn't. It wasn't good at all. And I, I started <laughs> drinking immediately after that. So I've been, I've been on a tear. I've been on a tear all day. Well, like pre noon, like you were more like, like, yeah, more, like, like AM drinking. Eleven fifteen. Okay, all right. You know, something right. like that. Brunch uh, on some brunch shit. On some brunch shit. Okay, but all right. Some hundred proof bourbon and lemonade. <laughs> all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Nice. I was not doing that at eleven fifteen this morning, but I nice wish I little, was. Nice little southern fish sandwich, you know what I'm saying? I did it right, but that, I, you know, of course. that whole little Aubrey thing uh, <laughs> fucked my whole shit up this morning. But I'm back, man. Right, I'm back, man. We do it. We do it. We do a good. We do a good thing here on Sunday nights. I'm happy to be here right now, man. This will put you back on your square. You know, oh, what I'm absolutely. Saying? So that's why I'm There's at no right now. There's no doubt about that. There's yeah, but no... it was a hell of a roller coaster there, buddy. This morning, man. Yeah, that's a, I was in the middle of church that t- that, that time, man. I should have I should have been saying a little prayer for you, like additional prayers. With, I say prayers yeah. for everyone. I should have been with you, <laughs> praising the Lord somewhere, man. It's all good though. Y'all back uh, in person, right? At the spot. Uh, well, <laughs> kind of, but not really. Okay. I mean the the latest the latest wave or surge or whatever really kind of has everything fucked up again. So like. So y'all back Everybody, at, everybody's kind of back at the crib now. I mean, we're still going. I mean, my wife works there, so yeah. you know, mask are mandatory, you know, and all yeah. that shit. But I mean, and the, the the where they where they hold services like really spaced out, and we're doing the best we can, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's still fucked up out here. So, um, I got you. You know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna do what you're gonna do to survive. You know, and it's man. a Presbyterian church too, right? So there's a, there there. Are, I say this with all due respect. There are a lot of old folk there. Okay, so, so they're like, yeah, yeah. So that you know, probably probably fifty to sixty percent of the congregation is at least over the age of sixty three or sixty four. Yeah, pastor can't take that chance. Nah, nah. So they're just they're just staying at the crib. So well, hey, bedside Baptist, it is man. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, no bro. doubt. But it's all right. It's big safe. Up. It's safe, man. Yeah, so yeah. Big up, Pastor Joe, and all safe. that. So that's yeah. how the pass it, Joe. Yeah, no that's doubt. my that's the homie. That is the homie. No doubt. All right, let's get into this shit. We're not here to talk about brunch and church uh the, nah, the, the, the entire episode. Not at all. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week. Uh my name is DJ John Doe. This guy over here, Eddie Meeks. Eddie Cappuccino, South Memphis motherfucking East Macklemore Meeks, I should add. Uh man, we do this thing every uh Tuesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. provided everything works out. Uh we've been we're actually we're at the end of our sixth year, right? Yeah, Meeks? Man. About yeah. to hit our seven year anniversary. About to close it out. 
Yeah, in January. So we're hype about that. We got we got a bunch of things lined up for the seven year anniversary in January. No doubt. So make sure you follow on all the platforms: uh, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can hit YouTube. You can get the mix on YouTube, and you can also get visuals of the interview sessions, the interviews we do uh, on um, on YouTube as well on Thursdays. And then Absolutely. we have some affiliates as well. Makes to help spread the word. Yes, uh, our affiliates are atlhiphop.com, I am Classic Raw Radio Return of the Boom Bap WRBB, uh, X Squad Radio, X Squad Affiliates. All those are uh, based in Atlanta, and then we venture out to the West Coast. With Soul Public Radio, Cali. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, man. We're hype. We have a returning guest. Our country. We have a country cousin. Yeah. In the house with us again. He's yes. back. He's back. We, yes. we we always need more country at Southern Vanguard Radio. He always. Re- he represents the country <laughs> folk all the way up in Brooklyn, right? Up, up <laughs> all the way up there. Fifteen years. Brook numb. We got a representative up there. Yeah, man. And yeah. Uh, and we have a gentleman that is our, a first time guest on the show. Which uh, I mean, God, now that I think about it, it it's uh, despicable that we haven't had him on here before. Uh, now because we're oh, we always play playing so his music. Records, yeah. We're big fans, obviously, from yeah. you know all the way back. So anyway, yeah. without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Elder Sensei Woo. and Jake Palumbo. Yeah. What up, fellas? What up? What up? What up? Hey, thanks What's for being job? with us tonight, man. We appreciate Thank y'all. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. My first time being on here. Thank you very much. No doubt. Well, just interview L, uh, because over the years, man, a uh, lot of features, um, a lot of music you've dropped. Uh, I know one of the main questions I wanted to ask you, um, coming into this tonight is, what keeps you motivated, man? Um, uh, being um, part, being being an original member of of the Artifacts and and everything like that, and uh, mm-hmm. the name that you made for yourself, like it's it's been a journey, right? Yes, indeed, it has. Um, I started my solo career in like 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea anybody wanted to hear uh, Elder Sensei by himself. Uh, it was a lot of work in with that, a lot of uh, <clears throat> ups and downs. Um, but it made me a lot better. Uh, it made me understand the uh, independent game a lot more. I understood the freedom that I had to do a lot of things I wanted to do that I probably couldn't do if I was still signed to a label. Um, looking at everybody else still putting out music motivates me. Uh, and a lot of the music is, is, is quality, especially now, more now, even the last few years. Yeah. But um, I'll just try to stay consistent because I like doing this. You know, until, I always tell people, until the emails stop and the phone calls stop and or the booking stop, then I know if, if I see people starting to say the music whack or anything like that, that's when I know it's time to stop. But I got you. Up to, the, up to this point, I would say uh, since 98 and 99, I probably have had a record out every year up till now, mm-hmm. either on my own music or somebody else's music, whether it be a feature, as even through touring, you know, it's just... Uh, is, is still having that hunger to want to reinvent yourself every time you put out a record or every time I write a verse. No doubt. So that's, that's pretty much mostly what it is. Okay. So so speaking of reinventing yourself then, I mean, like, Jake, how did the two of you get together? Like, what? Where, where's the relationship start that got you to this point? <laughs> well, like, you know, the way that a lot of my collaborations have happened, you know, through my quote-unquote day job, um... You know, some people may or may not be aware that, you know, my, my day job, for lack of a better term, is, you know, for over a decade now, I, I've been one of the busiest, you know, recording, mixing, mastering engineers in the city of New York. And for the last, you know, nine or 10 years, you know, I've, I've owned and operated my own studio. So I have very often parlayed my engineering relationships into collaborative relationships of, you know, doing songs and producer records and whatnot. And, you know, it, it, to, to make a very long story short, basically, um, th- there was a, a manager that, you know, Elle and I both knew and, you know, had done a little bit of business with. And he had reached out to me and said, hey, you know. L's doing this album XL with Sadat and they've got a song that they need mixed. And if you'll mix a song, you know, L do a verse for you. And so, 
you know, he comes to the studio to get his, uh, you know, to get his song mixed. And we mixed the song. That song was uh, War, uh, which ended up being on the XL album. Yeah. But after the work was done, you know, we rolled up and, you know, I started playing beats and, you know, LL really took to the beats and, you know, he came back a couple of days later and ended up laying the song down, you know, uh, the song that later became Last Laugh featuring Wordsworth and Jay Legato. But, you know, initially that was just my verse. Like that was just the L the Sensei verse on a Jake Palumbo beat. There was no album. There was no nothing. And when L was leaving the studio that night, you know, he was like, why don't we just do a project, like do a little EP or something? And, you know, at the time, like I probably I don't want to say I would have been too shook to to say that or to ask that or to suggest that. But, you know, my confidence, you know, six, seven years ago is not maybe as, as strong as it is today. And, you know, for L to suggest that, like, hey, let's just actually work on something together and both invest the time and the sweat and the creativity and you know, touching things up as they need to go. Um, I was on board immediately. And, you know, as we'll get to later in the interview, you know, obviously the album did not happen right away. A lot of things happened in the meantime. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, as far as us getting together, it, it was really just a product of, of being in the studio. And like, that's how a lot of relationships have happened. Like, you know, I, I, I focus on doing my job first. I get the work done. But once the work is done and people are happy with it, it's such an easier sell to be like, Hey, can I play you some beats or Hey, like I rhyme too. Can we do a joint? Like those kind of conversations are much easier like that. So, you know, it, it just so happened that, you know, L and I really, you know, took to each other's personality and, and, you know, ended up investing a, a long haul into it, but yeah, it just happened in the studio. That's yeah. L, uh, are you, Atlanta based these days? No, I'm in Jersey right now. I'm still in Jersey. Okay. Um, I'll be in Atlanta a lot, though. I got a lot of people out there, Shabam, JR. No doubt. Uh, uh, a lot of, a lot of, I do a lot of, I'm actually doing an album with a producer, my man Tony Galvin. May he rest in peace. No yeah, doubt. rest in peace, Tony. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was out there working with him and, you know, he uh, having to, you know, get sick. And things went the way they were. I was out there shooting videos, and um, I, my man Burn One, I did one with him. He actually shot the uh, Bring It In Loud. Yeah, yeah, the new video, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I, I um, I'm out there a lot, though. Okay. Well, um, I was wondering, um, because yeah, I do realize that you out here a lot, but I, I was gonna ask, and I can still ask this question: like, what's uh, what's you and Jake's work dynamic like? Like, what's the what's the process like? If you could take us into that that room for for a little bit well when I, when I um first came to the studio I just liked the way the studio had looked I told him I was like yo it looked like you know when you first when you first walk in there's like a Millennium Falcon almost but then it's like <laughs> it was like a meat locker a whole meat locker ah. because where, where, they, where that spot used to be yeah okay so like when I walked in there it was like okay you know I'm, I'm. I felt him immediately just from how he was working in the room. But then I, I my man, I think Innocent was there that day. I came there. Yeah. Um, I, he had left, and I, I was asking about you know. But I say you know we should put him on out, you know, because I immediately just filling out the room. I knew that you know if working with Jake, it was going to be dope because I already knew his music anyway of just hearing about him. So like for me. It's never a like hard thing to do. It's just like I would ask him to just play me some beats, and whatever he would play me there, I would just tell him to send me that through email. And if there was anything else he had, you know, let's let's like we hit. Let me hear those. Um, so I would go home, and I would just sit there and listen to some of the tracks, mm -hmm. and I would kind of like pick which one I knew. If I went back there, I knew which ones I would do. So like. When I heard the like the track with the with word work on there, my brother, I was like, damn, this was like real soulful. I knew where I wanted to go with it. The day I recorded the song though, I had a, a cold. So like you can my man instantly heard he's like, I can hear you he was, you had a cold on this day. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna leave it like that. I'm gonna leave it like that because it sounds good. And the voice, the voice was, was like, a little different or whatever. 
No, nah, it would just say, I just happened to have a, a cold that day. It was kind of amazing. But oh. people that know me, that know my voice, instantly heard what it's, but they heard it. But my man was like, yo, it sounds dope, though, because it's a little different. I got you. But yeah. like, when we, when we did that one song, I knew, and we got into the next one, I knew that we could do something more special than what I thought it could be when we when I first asked him. That's so dope. like every every session we would have, like we for me, if we're gonna do if we're gonna talk about doing something, we're gonna do a song every session. I I'm you know, just from doing artifacts music and to doing my own music, I believe in if you're gonna go to the studio, you have to complete a song. Uh even even to a point where you might have to do the hook later. But gotcha. you better go in there with a, some kind of way coming out with a song because it's, it's not like easy to sit there and write. And I write on the spot. So a lot of the times I would have to really like, okay, this is the one I'm going to do today. Sometimes I, it was rare if we did two, but I would probably do one and start the next one and come back. But um, I think Jake, he, he, he know he see how it works. I like, I love the booth. The way his booth is, it's very warm. So the mic is always good. There's never, Everything is secluded. The booth is nice and padded up so you get to hear yourself in a way where it's like, if it's not mixed, it sounds mixed while you rock it. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so huge. Yeah. I can I can hear how the songs can go even just from one verse and no hook or nothing. Like we that's how we did most of the songs, right there on the spot. Cause uh, nice. I can write at home, I can write at home, but when I get to the studio and it get loud, it's different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hold on, hold on, fellas. I got to hit record on something real quick. One second. Uh, there we go. Recording in progress. Sorry. That's dope. So, um, so I, I guess, um, so I, Jake, you mentioned that the 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 it, it took a while for the album to kind of come together. Like, what were the reasons that it was so? It took so long for this thing to. There were several things that happened. Like, okay, at at the time, a lot of stuff happened at the time that. Uh, at the time that I met L, you know, I was brought in originally to mix one song and I get to talking to L about, you know, the state of the, the XL album with him and Sadat because there was a bunch of files from 500 different places and just just, just a bunch of, of audio jigsaw puzzles that needed to be solved. And so I got on board to help put XL together. He um, in a big ass way, a big ass way he helped. <laughs> It was a lot of work, but but we got it done. The album came out, you know, but but that took a little while. So the thing was, was when we would meet up to, to work on the XL stuff, like, you know, with whatever time we had left over, we were either working on our project or listening to beats or, you know, formulating ideas or stuff like that. So we get the uh, we get the XL album out. That's done. That's out. Well, then Ellen Sadat go on tour. At the same time, like since then, you know, I've released two solo albums, an instrumental album. I mixed the Black Moon album, like uh album with Rusty Jux, everything. Oh, I did the album with Rusty Jux, like um, you know, so I was yeah. fairly busy too. So then it comes time, we're almost done with with solving cases, which is not called solving cases just yet. We we got the title at kind of the the, the 11th hour, but we're we're close to being done. And then it comes time to mix the artifacts out. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we pause, we've got to put pause on that and, and get the artifacts album done so that, you know, it can get sent off for vinyl manufacture and everything like that. Um, and then, you know, there's just like, if I went down the list, there's like eight or nine other things that just, you know, it's not that we, when I tell people the album took six years to make, it's not that we worked on it for six consecutive years, just like on some Guns N' Roses Chinese democracy. Uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. It was that, you know, between our respective, like, you know, L was, you know, pre-COVID, L was touring the globe. Like, you oh, know, yeah. he, he was all over the planet. And, you know, I was booked up heavy in the studio and we were just both doing a lot of things. But every chance that we got to get up with each other and, and slap some paint on the canvas, you know, we, we took advantage of it. And that's one of the things that's made me the most happy is that, you know, bringing in loud the single that we dropped, you know, two weeks ago, video shot and filmed in Atlanta, directed by DJ Burn One. 
That song was recorded in 2015. Like, oh, wow. literally, you know, we talked about it. If, if you've been, we've been dropping weekly webisodes every Friday, you know, leading up to the yeah, album. Yeah, I noticed that. They're dope. Show people some behind the scenes stuff. But th- we actually recorded Bring It In Loud uh, the day after Pumpkinhead passed away. Um, uh, you know, that's why John Robinson's got like the ill Pumpkinhead, you know, tribute bar in, in there. But if you do the math on that, like that was August of 2015. Yeah. But the, the point I'm trying to establish with that is that like that's a six year old song, basically, wow. that just came out two weeks ago. Like it's brand new. And, wow. you know, everyone's raving about how it sounds. So just yeah. let that be a lesson to artists that like. You know, there's not an expiration date. Uh, your music stuff. should like, be timeless, it's, man. It's brand new to yeah. anybody that's never heard it. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's you know, it, we we just both was very busy. Was why it ended up taking so long. And, and I would say, like in in that being busy, what people have to understand is like Jake, like he said, he runs a business in the studio, so that's how he make his money. That's how he pay his rent. Same with me, whether if I'm doing features or touring or selling merch, doing pop ups. You know, these things become mandatory, but in doing what we're doing, even mixing the artifacts record with Buckwow, even doing the record with Sadat, like there's no sleep, you know, and because we knew those records had to get out of the way, I I appreciated Jay. I told him all the time. I appreciated him for, you know, putting what we were doing to the side, but what we were doing on the side was still making records for the album. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that made the album even better. And the same thing happened with me and Sadat record. Like, we was recording songs at the same time I'm recording songs with me and Sadat, me and Tame, me and a whole bunch of other things happening. So, but what I did say to him was like, once once all that was done and the mixes was finished and the mastering was done, we had so much more time to focus on ourselves that <clears throat> everything that we was preparing for for ourselves, I did prior with me and Sadat or me and Tame. So I was like, okay, look, we gotta first like understand what we actually gonna do before we even start putting all this stuff out. Because we can record everything, get everything mixed and mastered. I would say doing this the way of this is the first time I did any this process digitally with and Jake showed me a lot with this where mm. doing this this way with the speedy singles and putting out the previews and the webisodes before the record come out is something that we did back in the day where before your album came out, you would put out like two or three singles. Mm-hmm. You can make an announcement that your album coming out in the fall, but all during the spring, all through the summer, and then you have two singles banging through the spring and summer. Oh, yeah. And before the album dropped in the fall, you put out another single that would be like the main single for the album and video and your, your whole push. So it's kind of like in the same way we're doing now, but <clears throat> in, a, in a faster way mm. because it is online and because everything online is like this. Yeah, and it's not so, so it's not so spread out over time. Like it's, it's right. kind of bang, bang. It's more bang, bang, bang versus, you know, we got the spring, we got the summer here. We're talking about six months there and then exactly. in the fall, blah. Yeah, that's now, that's now crazy. You got like three months. Yeah, you know, like three months to two months. Yeah, and you, and you, but this is what is dope about it though. Like, you have no time to sit back and chill. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. really got to be on your toes to say, if we're gonna put this record out, we got to promote it on our own, uh, spend money on blog sites yeah. uh, to get the info there. Um, you know, I would say that, like this is a test for dudes of my era. But they should be happy because at the same time, you get to see how many people really rocking with you when it's time for the album to come out. No doubt. You know, yeah. People rocking, they see what you're doing. And when the record comes out, you'll see all the work that you put in, you know, at the end when it's time for the record. To, this way, it's just like crunch time and you get nervous. Like, <laughs> yeah. To the two singles we put out, you know, and, and what people have to understand too, it's not like being on a big machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. There's a lot of records coming out right now uh, from everybody, every angle you could think of. And I would say the thing about me and Jay's record, with even the, just the two singles and then the third one that's about to come out, our album is very, like, up-tempo. 
and and very, you know, it's it's, it's kind of speedy to a point where everything right now. When I listen to all the music built around it, when it bars on the charts and everything like that, everything is kind of like mid tempo slow. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I I understand what not say what we up against, but I understand also that you have to be different. Yeah, you know, and I don't want to go too far away from where I'm where I'm already at or have been. But I think with this music that me and Jake did is a testament to kind of like where I come from. Even if I'm older than Jake, he understands and music, you know, to, to be the different differentiate the beats on on an album where it's like one producer, but it sounds like me. Right. So, you know, we're trying to we try to build build this record for not just people that like us, but maybe for people that might want something different too. And you know, at the same time, keep their attention because everything is so. No doubt. Every song that come on after every next song is just like yeah, it's going right behind it. So hey, it, you, got some, you got some 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 you know vibe where it go to the left and slow down, but most of the record is this. Right. Hey, Al, stay right there for a second, man. Uh, speaking about where you come from and your your lineage and everything like that, what's your preference? Um, I, with with things with the 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 industry or 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 I don't know the the business side, the promotion side of things being totally different right now these days um, versus you know where you come from when you had a label deal and. Uh, a team working your records versus you having to work them now. Like, what's? I think I know the answer to this question, but I I just <laughs> like to hear from you. What's your preference? Uh, now what you got to understand is when we was on the label, there was no nothing. Like you had to go. I had to let. I used to go to the label and just hang out and see who was who and figure out what we had to do from there, rather than them calling us saying y'all got to do this that day and this. You had no control. You know, you're talking about a fan club, catch mailing letters for them. That's crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and if they didn't push that out there that they can have that access to it, the send letters, we, we wouldn't know until I would go there and I would see it. Yeah, so squeaky like, squeaky wheel gets the attention, right? You still got to be in the, yeah. So, so it, with a lot of cats back then, that was our biggest complaint about promotion and marketing. You know, where you got like, you know, a show time of three, four, four weeks when you put your record out and you want them to go to where you're from, where you know people going to buy it. And a lot of times that didn't happen. Hmm. So there it is now, 2021, and I've kind of been internet savvy through all these different devices and sites and whether it be MySpace to Facebook to Instagram to Twitter, to whatever. It is too many mediums for you not to say you can't push your name and your brand. It's, it's like you can do what you want to do now. Yeah, you just right. I think that you have to be uh, involved enough to know that, you know, you can do it yourself. You can hire people to do this for you, whether they pay, you pay them for a couple of weeks of promotion, whether a couple of months. It's all in what you put money into, but it, it's so much better to have the control of it because you know, those times you didn't have that luxury. You know, you would always have to call somebody at the label, ask them what's going on, and you would you wouldn't know until you ask. But mm-hmm. now you're in control of your own destiny in real time. You know, too. It's, a, it's a real. There is no curse in this gift because you can do it on your own. You know, what I'm saying you can direct the traffic how you want to. You can you know be online. You can have a web page, a merch page. You can do everything on your Instagram. I always make people want to do this, whether you're selling music or selling merch. It's wide open now, and you can control it on how your outcome that you want it to be. You know, but a lot of cats from my era, you know, still don't know how to do that mm-hmm. or even go the path to go with somebody. Not say be their assistant or tell them what to do, but you have to be doing this actively to yourself. Because right, then right. you see the power in, in what this medium can do, and you never know until you try to do it. A lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm 50, I'm in this game for almost 30 years or more, but I, I'm just trying to be an example to, to show cats like you know, you can get, you can do this by yourself. You don't need a lot of people to help. You don't need a, no team. Get with a cat like you know, me and when me and Jake got together, 
I, he didn't. He don't know my outlook on things. When I'm in that room, sitting there listening to stuff and just conversating with him, I'm filling him out to say, for a lot of music I've done, especially in Europe, I work with my man Chillo. I work with the Returners. I work with a lot of European cats. I work with cats out here. My thing is to work with the dude that, that nobody works with and make magic with that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jake told me a few people got hands on these beats that we work with on this album. But every beat ain't for everybody. <laughs> right. But when I heard him, I was like, damn, okay, let's go. And <laughs> trust me, trust me. Listen, he would send me emails on with beats. I was like, wow, Jake. I told him, yo, bro, listen, if I do these songs right, people won't even know that you did these beats. Because you look at Jake, you don't think he can rhyme. I know a lot of dudes that I've seen DJ, when you look at them, they look like they the most docile cat, you know, on the turntable, done, just done. <laughs> so no doubt. This is, that was my mentality in doing this whole project. So when I heard the drive and the music, I was like, damn, I said, yo, look, see, this can be done. Yeah. But you have to catch my age, got to make themselves go on a, a journey where you got to just like forget everything. Like they say about quarterbacks, you throw five interceptions, you ain't gonna let you play. You gotta forget about all that and still try to try to throw touchdowns. No doubt. So that's been my career throughout all of these years. You know, just to keep active, work with people like my man Jake that'll keep you sounding good because he has a sound that I felt like, yo, you know what? Let's let's let me rock out with him because I knew where it would go, especially once we got deep into the record. So no matter how long it took for us to get it done, I knew that this would take it to a level of where I've probably never been, probably where Jake never been. But if I don't use these tools that we're using right now today, yeah, right. people won't even know that we're doing what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Jake, so I, I know where you're from. I know where I'm from. Small little country-ass fucking towns. <laughs> so I know it bugs me out. I'm bugged out right now because I'm talking to fucking Elder Sensei from the Artifacts. <laughs> right? So... You know, and and all the 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 you know the 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 numerous folks we've had on the show, right, yeah. Mix? I know you bug out too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, did you ever think growing up in fucking East Tennessee, dude, that you would be doing an album with Elder Sensei from the Artifacts? I mean, that's got the, to the bug artifact, you. The fu- yo, the Artifacts is part yo. of the, the Artifacts is part of the soundtrack, man. The 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 whole college <laughs> college radio yeah. indie. You know what I'm saying? That's Artifacts is in there heavy, man. So don't don't ever get it fucking twisted. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. We, we talking to some real some real G's right now. No, I I definitely. If you'd have asked me, would I have thought I'd have an album with Elder Sensei? No, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> just because you know, yeah. Um, and, and that's another thing too that I think like is a really dope thing about this album is that you know the way that I'm trying to, you know, because trust me, I've seen some of the internet comments where it's like. The $50 haircut guy made these beats, really? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, yeah. because, like, the thing that makes my music different and stick out like a sore thumb is, okay, you know, I make lyrical, miracle, boom bap <laughs> hip-hop, right? I'm, I'm rappity-roo, spittery-spit, like, I'm doing all these things. But because I occasion, but because I occasionally incorporate southern beats, mm. and because I use a lot of humor in my music, mm. sometimes people don't know what to do with it. Right. So, so with that said, um, you know my production is universal. So, um, you know, it, it, I, as far as a rapper, you love me or you don't. But my production <laughs> is universal, and one of the things that I think is really dope is that that's how I'm kind of trying to market myself as a producer now. Like, rather than just trying to get a beat placed on somebody's album and a beat placed on this album and a beat, you know, I I like doing entire projects with people because, like, there's something, there really is something to be said about, like, locking in with one artist from start to finish, like, from Genesis to Omega, you know, to it's a gestation period, damn near, you know. Uh, but I think when you can lock in with one artist and create an album start to finish, like that's what I really want this album to show people is my range as a producer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that to say that, like, 
you know, we made an album full. Uh, luckily, the weather's still warm right now because we made an album of like some ill feel good cookout music. Agreed. That, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And and that's something I think people might not necessarily expect coming from me. So so when they hear these really digestible dope beats and they hear an album or they hear an MC like Elden Sensei on top of them, then, you know, uh, hopefully that'll help uh, turn some more folks on to, you know, what I can do uh, creatively behind the boards and not just sonically. So it had to be hard to pick singles for this record, I would imagine, because like I, you know, like I, I mark up in Serato, like, you know, all the joints and I have a little like color code system for the records that you know we're gonna play on the show and um you know i kind of have like a it's really it's not that complicated it's two tiers like i have a, a uh everything that's that i really fuck with that i really like that i think should be on the show or could be a candidate for being on the show get it gets a yellow and then joints that i kind of like or you know i think that maybe might work in a mix better but may, may not necessarily be like super standouts like those will get a green and right. so, like when you when I go through it, then through, through an entire album, um, you know, um, you know, because it's a mix show, right? So I'm, I mean, even to kind of L's point, like kind of like the more up tempo, like more energy, like you want that, you want a mix to feel like that. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, like over half the albums marked up yellow. And I, when I was going through it, actually, I, I was I was thinking to myself, it was probably difficult to pick the singles because there's just joints like that on there. To your point, you know. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. I I, I think um, we did Blast Off. I, I told him when I heard the beat, I was like, this is single right here. That was always the first thing. Yeah, that's a Blast Off yeah, yeah, was yeah. always the first thing. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't even put nothing on it. And when we did, I, I always think about my man Malik when I do hooks of that sort because he always told me not to be afraid to use my voice. And um, I said that to Jake when we were doing it that I have to sometimes get myself in tune with a track, but because of the piano and the underneath bass is what I put my voice to where when I'm hearing the do 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 I'm hearing the let me do my voice like that. Right. But then there's different levels of it and I was trying to actually match my voice with it, but it was like, Ellie, don't be afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like, try and do this make sure that you do the right thing because if you blow this beat, you're going to get done. This beat is so easy. You know what I'm saying? Even when we mixed it, it was like how you just bounce out the line and you you got a bomb just laying in your head. You're not like the dude from the Giants the other night. But right. You know, like, all you got to do is just, ah, it's done. So that's how it was doing that song. You know, but then, like, I noticed that all the songs we were picking, all the beats I was picking was fast. Because I've not had an opportunity to do a lot of songs in my career. So, like, when I was hearing all the tracks coming, and I was like, all right, yeah, it worked. But this one was the first one after I did the the, the joint word work, the uh, uh, last laugh. So, once I, and, and Jake rocks on one of the joints with me, you know, all of these songs, like you said, mix-wise, tempo-wise, we had to figure out. And my man said it, too, when he heard it. He was he got through the first couple of songs. Maybe after the third or fourth one, he was like, okay. We was in my basement. He's smoking. And he was like, yo, all right. He was quiet. And maybe the third one, um, he started working. He was like, okay. And then, like, when when lose the draw come up? But then when he got past when lose the draw, he was like, yo, the whole record after him for him? Because I, I know him. He likes them. He started rolling up more. And he, started, <laughs> he, he had a couple of beers, so I, he started loosening up. And maybe, like, after a few songs after that, he's like, all right, this is what I'm talking about. He said, yo, your man, your man is dope, though. Like, I, he said, oh, I see you work with a lot of people. He said, oh, you got good chemistry with this dude. And this guy, my man that comes through, said this, he never comes to my house that much. So anytime he comes, he's like, me, it wasn't new. So I just told him, and, I, and he didn't know too much about this record. So I can only just tell him to sit down and listen. Man, he judges everything, you know, how he do, but my man, <laughs> he tells the truth because he's not like us. So he, gotcha. he I knew this was a good chance for me to like really test the record out. My man, yeah. he's loving it after a while. And he was actually trying to do the same thing 
trying to figure out afterwards like which ones could be singles and everything. So right, you know, I told what we was gonna do. But this that's the dilemma you wanna have. You know, which ones can be which. Cause then the people start choosing. You know, we knew we could pick the first three. But after that, and when the album comes up, come out, then everybody could decide like, you know, which ones they feel the most. And you know, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, people suck in this record in a way of understanding that with what Jake said for our range, I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to still show and prove that I can still come from a time and draw something back where people, if they never heard me on anything fast, <laughs> this is your best opportunity to get into this record. <laughs> yeah. Everything is bum, bum, bum. It's like right now for me, it's not about being calm. It's not about being laid back. You know what I'm saying? Like with everything that, you know, we're about to be in the house again. You know, I feel far as the fall in the winter. So like, this is one record I think that, you know, if, if you feel like you're going to go to the gym, you feel like you want to feel a little bit edgy or you want to feel like you want to just get into a, a, a mood where you, you don't feel like being moody or anything like that. You just want some high energy, high, you want to just be charged up. This record is, is, is for that person. That's what I was going to say. The energy is there. So it's, right. it's, uh, uh, definitely a different feel. Definitely, definitely uh, motivates you sonically. So that's some that's some good shit, L. Thank you. What are yeah. you guys doing on the physical front? You doing CDs or I know vinyl's kind of a tough game right now. Well, uh, uh, the CDs absolutely. Okay. Uh, CDs will start shipping around the first of October, uh, first week of October. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, definitely a physical CD release. Um, you probably are well aware of the giant, uh, pickle that the vinyl manufacturing, uh, you know, world is in right now and it's taking people. That's why the Artifacts album is not out yet. (laughs) That's why the Artifacts album is not out yet. You know, it's, it's frequently taking people a year or more to get their records. So we definitely want to do vinyl. We don't want to make people wait a year and a half to get, you know, physical products. So, you know, we're debating maybe doing it through Bandcamp, you know, to where, you know, when we get a certain amount of pre-orders, they'll go ahead and manufacture it and handle the shipping. So stay stay tuned for that. There might be vinyl if there's if there's enough of a demand for it. But absolutely, there will be CDs. And we're going to be doing merch bundles, you know, where you can get T-shirt, sticker, you know, the CD, you know. Autograph, glossy, eight by ten. Yeah, they getting the whole pack. You know, the whole whole nine yards. Y'all holler, um, y'all holler at DJ Muggs. Yeah, he he pressing. Up. He got a pressing plant now. Yeah, Muggs bought the actual pressing plant to try to crazy. solve that problem for himself. He was tired Ooh, of waiting. Cali, the Rainbow, no, no in New uh, York. Yeah, uh, DJ Muggs bought the the pressing, <laughs> bought, which, bought which, the equipment. Which oh oh my! I wonder which one he bought. It's it's in New York. I think he I think he bought a new I think he created a new plant. Like yeah. I don't think he bought somebody's. I think he like brought like bought a new a facility. A, a facility. new facility. Yeah. I think he built a new one. Yeah. Wow. I ain't waiting with nobody. <laughs> well, you exactly. know, that, that jump around money get you know gets you a long yeah, way. You, L, you know things. what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> sure do. do some things. And a lot of Cypress Hill money too. Right, Cypress Hill money. There you go. Yes, sir. Don't forget about that. Right. That's, That's some money different money. So y'all got some, uh, I looked uh, and, and saw that you guys have an album release party coming up soon. I think, L, you're doing a pop-up shop kind of yeah, around yeah. the time that the uh, that the album's dropping. Why don't you guys tell us about those in case folks well, are yeah, up around yeah, that yeah, way. Next day, on Saturday after the album drops, we're going to be in Union, Union City, New Jersey, yep. Arrowax Records. Uh, good good brother uh, invited us to come there. He saw I was doing a lot of pop-ups all over. He said, we want to do one in church. I was like, okay, well, let's do it on the next day of the album release. And that'll be like anything that we can do to promote this record. And I was glad that he approached me uh, about doing it because, you know, that's always what I'm trying to do is figure out a way to promote anything. But this was the best way I feel me and Jake could like, not say quietly, but like in a way, give everybody a chance to, you know, we're going to go live. We're gonna do a set. We're gonna have a, other people gonna be performing. My man Mali gonna be DJing, you know. So like, the week later we do the album release party in New York, Mercury Lounge. 
Yep. Tickets are available. I had Eventbrite. I could go there. And, and Live Nation. Live Pink Nation. Master. I think it's there. You know, however we can push this, you know, like I said, I, there's no big machine. This is me and Jake. So spazzing. This is my man at Blog Love in, in, in Germany. Shout out to the Snow Goons who've been no helping doubt. us with the promo. Yeah. Man, these dudes, I work with them a lot. I've, I've known them since... 2005, and I've been on a lot of their music, a lot of their records, and on tour. So these dudes are like always in my corner, and I'm always in their corner. And we do a lot of business. So this is one part of it that I've talked with them about on tour, and they manifested that. And we use that tool to the best of our ability. So like, you know, this party is just a whole nother thing of of, of pushing what we're trying to do, man. Because like, like I said, there's no big label. There's no you know, ten hundred thousand, you know, views and uh, fake people we all know. This is all genuine. This is all us doing this. You know, everything is a real, true person that's liking this. I appreciate that. Yeah. I pays a lot of time. When I if, if I see a thousand, two thousand, I'm like, word, okay, bad. Like, because I know that the people that's follow me are real people. Some of them, those are real people. Know, course, no doubt. They we have a, a following right now of people that's in Jake's, you know, uh atmosphere and mine. And when you have two different fan bases and crowds, and that's how we start people learn more about me through him and more people, especially for me, for him. Yeah. You know, this these 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 are the things that I do, you know, to to help not just myself, but to help Jake get to a certain point because right now at this juncture of my career, this is what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Like people ask me how I stay relevant a lot. It's always to work with the producer that you may not think you're going to work with that may be new or you never got a chance to work with. So for me, I push this even harder, probably not, I ain't going to say then Jake, but I want this to work and win because I want people to know what I found out when I got to his studio. And that was the reason why I asked him. I asked him that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't ask me. Because I heard what I heard. I was like, wow, God, we need to work. Because there's a lot of things you're hearing people and you might see in people that other people might not see. And and, and for me, because I, me and Jake smoked on this topic so many times. For <laughs> me, it, it, and, and I don't say if it works because I put shit in the universe. So like, when this shit works, and for a lot of people that may have, you know, because Jake told me one time, he said, oh, you get me. I said, Jake, I'm like, like no no matter what I've done prior to this, I'm like you. <laughs> I'm that's dope. Because I'm, I'm not that dude that's, you know, blowing my horn and this and that, whatever. I'm, I'm the dude in the corner with my butt, I'm minding my business until it's time to get on stage or go in the booth. After I'm done with that, my cape is off and I'm back to Elliot. And a lot of people know that. So, like, this shit, I like to bring my friends with me. I like to share in what I'm trying to do because I want cast, I want him to know what it feels like to be able to win because I've had times in my life where shit ain't work. And at times I've had where shit did work and I win. But I've only gotten that because of the work I put in. And that's one thing I'm proud of. And I can say in myself that there's a lot of times I could have folded in this shit because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of drawback. There's a lot of, you know, things where plans don't always work out, but that's the part of when, like you know, like you said, like with using these tools can really help you. No but if you don't push hard enough to even see where it's going to get you, I, bro, I'm at, I'm at. A, there's a lot of cats from my era at this point that don't do none of this shit. Yeah, you know, so I I don't take it for granted at all. So for Jake to even want to do it with me, I don't think that highly of myself that I'm gonna think that he's gonna disagree. And do the album with me. That's why I asked him in the way I did. Because I'm like, look, I can help you. You can help me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Let's get it popping. Let's do, and, and through that process, we got to become real good friends. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Super dope, man. For sure. I always say if the music business was ever on fire and there were only five people I could save, uh, I'd say <laughs> Elvis is <laughs> Dope. That's dope. That's big as shit, too, oh. Jake. <laughs> yeah, that's saying <laughs> to a lot. To be able to say that, that's no, big as hell. Real rap, yeah. though. Like, I think about that because I don't want to burn. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> well, L, let me ask you this. What's the status? Um, well, we said, or well, you know, um, you told us the reason why the Artifact album hasn't come out yet, but uh, what's the official status on um, on, on the Artifacts? And also XL, was that a one-off project or is that an actual, that's a group and there's more music yeah. coming? Let, let, let us know what's up with that. But well, the Artifacts joint is, is done, you know I mean? Like it's packaged up. Jake mixed and mastered it. Uh, Buckwild was in the room with us. We did all of this work. We passed the record in and we just been waiting, getting info here and there. But me and Tame, we like this. The album is like a whole, just another addition in the chamber of bullets that people want to hear where we didn't lose a step. I would, I would hope that people would feel that. Um, a lot of scratching on the record. We went, I mean, we, we got all elements in this record intact. So there's nothing that I feel people going to feel like we lost. It's just like, you know, we got a whole 10 songs with Buck Wild. How's to, that joint sound, that. Jake? How's it sound, man? I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, I think the album is is paced in a really good way. Like uh, uh, an album should be paced in a, a way that makes you leaves you wanting more when it's over. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it is kind of a short album. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's 10 songs, you know what I mean? But like that's just enough to cover like kind of all the bases. But, you know, it, it it moves at such a good pace that I think it, it leaves you wanting more. And, you know, that was my first time meeting and working with Buck Wild also, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. got a lot of classics under his belt. And I was able to get, you know, cool and, you know, really uh, uh, build with Buck in the studio. But no, nah, it was a fun time. It was we mixed that album relatively quickly, like, right. you know, in a couple weeks. Um, How long has that been in the bag? Man, like, like, I, you know, We've been recording this record not as much time as uh, me and Jake's or me and uh, Sadat's album, but like once we got it recorded, it was pretty much just like getting all the files together. That's what mm-hmm. took the longest part. Of, you know, me getting it to Jake was getting all the files uh, in order, uh, just making sure we had everything. Um, like I said, chemistry wise, the record works. You know, and, and like Jake said, though, for even for me, it, it, it let it leave me one more. I wish it was probably fourteen joints on there. Yeah, it felt like a little illmaticy, you know. But it leaves you to understand that we got more in, in, in the barrel. Okay. Uh, what about also, XL? Like, and what about XL? Now XL is like we we already picking beats for that. I talk to Sadat all the time. I, I'm, I'm yeah. Shout out to Sadat. Like you know, he, he moved. He lives in North Carolina now, not mm-hmm. New York. Yeah, we did the first album. We we did every song together. Like we we had no songs where we were separate. We was always in the same room. So now with him living out there, we got to switch that up a little bit. Of course, um, I'm probably gonna go out there uh, to do something with him. And um, but I want to do this after because, like Jake said, we had so much interruption with what we were doing. You know, I think what what I'm doing, Sadat. See, he, I always explain to him the same thing. I said, let me get a few beats together. I mean, like, pretty much, we got, like, a plethora of beats ready to go. Um, this album won't be so much as, like, the last one, though. Uh, we won't have 22 songs. Um, we're going to limit it back down to 14, 15. And we won't have, like, so many different producers. Um, you know, we went overload on that last one because we had to. Yeah. And, you know, we wasn't trying to leave nothing on the cutting floor. We like right. putting all these out. You know, there's no problem why we shouldn't. You know, we schooled everything on there. We did a lot of videos for it. Um, but this new record is going to be way bigger than the last one. You know, I, I just know from um, just the beats that I've been given, my man Kick Beats out in L.A. He's uh, my man Science. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I want to get something from Jake. I just want to get like, you know, I'm not the one to do like 50 songs and then pick like 10 or 15 and then have a whole bunch of other songs yeah. ready to go. You know, I, I record as I go. So I would rather all of the songs be fresh and new. Uh, and, and you know, we just, I try not, like I said, to record so many songs. There's not like a time where I got free to do stuff like that. So mm-hmm. every song got to be like, it's going to be a real song. So yeah. XL is definitely going to be coming totally different than the last one, but 
in a, in a more controlled way. It, it's going to be definitely subdued. Oh. And Sadat is on solving cases, by the way. Oh, word. yes. He got an ill version. He, he popped up on, yeah. on, you know, he, he blessed us with a nice verse yes, for that. Yes, sir. Now, Jake, yeah. you, have a, you have a solo album coming in October, right? Is that still the plan? Uh, end of October, first week in November. Yeah. Um, okay. it's called plant, it's called plant-based libtard. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was, um, <laughs> Hey, we need, we need, we need an explanation. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, it, to make a long story as short as possible, um, you know, for starters, in, in recent years, I've been adjusting my diet a little bit. You know, I grew up in the South, so my heart beats fried chicken. Woo. But, you know, in the last few years, I've been on my plant-based kick, you know, for, for health purposes and stuff like that. So last year during the election season and the pandemic and all the craziness, I found myself on the Internet arguing with a lot of Trump trolls. <laughs> and, you know, if, if, if I made a post that like, you know, called for any there's a lot of like there's like a lot of closet hate mongers in underground. Hip -hop <laughs> yes, that, there like, are I a have lot. slowly that I've slowly been exposing. And so, you know, if, if I made a post that was socially conscious or, you know, criticized uh, anything from, you know, uh, taking away women's rights to white supremacy or whatever, like all these weirdos would start popping up out the woodwork to argue with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they start calling me a libtard. And then, you know, when they find out, you know, I, I'm not eating meat no more, they start poking fun at that. So my whole thing is like, whatever you try to say about me, I'm, I'm going to aggressively find a way to flip it back on you. So, no doubt. you know, they're, they're calling me a soy boy. Uh, and so I'm, I'm sitting there laughing like, yeah, the soy boy with a gun. And you know what I mean? So so I found this old picture. You know, I leaked the album cover a couple months ago and I, I've kept it quiet since then because I want it to be a surprise when we actually do the rollout for the for the album. But I found this old picture of me as a little youngin with, with the machine gun on my shoulder. And, you know, so it, it's it's kind of, a, you know, and also, too, like, you know, my personal my professional life been going great, but my personal life has been a mess. And so I had a lot to rap about and a lot of aggression, you know, a lot of things to, 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 to get off my chest. So after all that time cooped up in the pandemic and, you know, having to having to fight with all these weirdos on the Internet, and everybody's <laughs> trying to poke at me. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let me find a way to flip it <laughs> on. But it's, it's a 13 track album. Um, this album is predominantly harder beats like um. You know, I, I'm not, you know, it, like I said, it's predominantly harder beats. Um, but no, we're going to, that'll be, with all the work that we had put into trying to make solving cases a reality, when we finally had an opening to make solving cases a reality, we needed to do that. So, you know, but I'm going to be following up with my solo, like, end of October, top of November. Like, it, it's so, it's finished. Like, it's been finished. So, um, But yeah, it's coming. All right. All right beautiful. Hell yeah. All right, well, fellas, thank y'all for your time tonight. Absolutely. Uh, I, I guess so. The the record drops uh, nine twenty four, right on Friday. Friday, September twenty fourth. That's my birthday. All right, uh, coincidentally, uh, it, it hits all streaming, you know, retailers, platforms, all that. We will have uh, at the end of this week. We will have links up where you can pre order the CD. CDs will start to ship around the first week of October. And, uh, yeah, if, if you're in the tri-state area, you can catch us in Union City, New Jersey on the 25th. You can catch us in Manhattan on the 29th. Uh, stay tuned, though, because, you know, there's going to be more videos, more singles. We're going to do remixes. Like, we're going to we're going to keep this running for a minute. Good. So uh, we're going to do more pop ups and stuff. So we're just uh, getting this first week out the way. Well, I know you got that merch on deck, too. Oh yeah, man! Like I told Jake the other day, like yo, you know we doing merch for the record, right? So he's like, no, no, I'm ready, right. ready. So we, we just we just got we getting all the artwork and stuff done right now. Nice, uh, my man DJ AB, he's taking care of that. So like once we get all that done, right. I told him like yo, send me the logo so we can get it in the ready. All right, all right, dope. Yeah, man, fellas, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all, yeah, man. Thank y'all sure. all for having us, man. Seriously. Great, yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all have a good one. Yeah.
All right, peace. peace All right, peace. All right, Meeks. There yeah, you go, man. man. You know what it is. Can't beat man. it. Can't beat it. Cannot beat it. Might as well join it. Quit playing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing yourself. This is Southern Vanguard yeah, Radio. Southern Vanguard man. Radio. Solving cases by the let's see what else he's gonna drop on Thursday. Yeah, it's pretty more or less it's pretty much out by the time you hear this. Yeah. But uh get it everywhere. Go back to episode three oh four. Four. Yes. To hear some joints. We're gonna world premiere some, you know, some more things off the record. Yeah. And uh it's the guard y'all doing meeks. We out. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.